0: Winding
1: loons, caulk like coffee, and the 100 word story. It's all part of Kwame and Company. Now, here we are, podcast number, I've lost count already. Six? Four. Six? Four. Six. Four, six. Five, no, it's six. Six. Okay. It's six? We need a tally sheet. <laughs> we need an index card. That's what we need. Oh. Uh, my friend Dave came up with that when we were talking about unwinding loons uh, from the Sweetwater
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, underwriting spot. Unwind. Listen to the loons. And then the next phrase is unwind. unwind yeah. You know, well, he said, what do unwinding loons sound, sound like? Click, like and yeah. he,
0: uh, click, click. click, click go, woo, woo. <laughs> click, click, <laughs> click.
1: I don't know. So I did it again, and I paused a little more. Uh, there, right. <laughs> But now when you hear the unwinding loons, you will know where that came from. So uh, how is everybody? Good.
2: Excellent. All
1: right. Uh, we have uh, words of advice that we did on the air, and some of these stood out. So I thought, you we know, on the podcast, we could do the words of advice again, see if maybe you've reflected on these since we first heard them, and they've made a difference. Maybe not. We'll see.
2: Maybe for what all of them were. And this is a refresher. <laughs> yeah. Well, it
1: could. Yeah. Uh, this is the, let's see. I put little peas by the ones to use on the podcast. Okay. I'm starting to get a system. This comes from uh, Angela Conti. She said, I was 16 with a new driver's license. I asked my dad if I could take the car for the afternoon. He handed me the keys and said, Angela If it's you or the squirrel, let it be the squirrel. (laughs) I realized my dad knew how soft-hearted I was. I thought I had hidden it well. But that that really is good advice there. Oh, for sure. Could be applied in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. If it's you or the squirrel,
3: let it be the squirrel. Yeah, I remember a, a time when I was working at the sheriff's office. I was doing a special duty with a deputy, and he got a call for a rollover accident. This yeah. was in the middle of the night. And I uh, get out to this country road. Cars rolled in the ditch. She said she was trying to avoid hitting a
1: skunk. Oh. Well, there could be several reasons to try and avoid a yeah. skunk. <laughs> the humanitarian yeah. reason, and I don't want my car all smelly. But right. I understand that. If it's you or the skunk, let it be the skunk,
2: too. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Smell notwithstanding. Right. I remember going over a dead skunk because there was there was somebody passing me or coming at me in the other lane, and I was in a van or a truck or something, so went over it, and the force of the wind or you know the turbulence oh, lifted it up and it banged it around underneath oh, a couple of no. times ba-dump, ba-dump, ba-dump. yeah, oh man, that was stunk for a long time. <laughs>
3: Gross. I was riding in the back seat one time with, with a couple of friends and a you know married couple. And um, we're driving along, talking, you know, and not really paying attention a whole lot to what's on the road. So we all of a sudden hit. We hear this <clears throat> like we hit something. What was yeah. that? Within seconds, we smelled it. Y'all like, knew we, we what, we what that hit. That yeah <laughs> And she slaps her husband. You hit a skunk. yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> I used to sing a song for the kids when we were driving on the road. The dead skunk in the middle of the road. Remember that song?
2: no no i am nope. not familiar with this <laughs> you know, one phil. and
1: the, the kids thought now as i as i brought it up one time they said i thought you made that completely up which
2: it sounds like a made-up song it phil does i gotta yeah. say
1: but it was, it was some famous guy that did the dead skunk in the middle of the road. stinking up to high heaven uh, you know, anyway sounds like yeah. a country singer to me i but. think it was yeah <laughs> Okay. I know
2: a lot of country songs, and that is not what I'm uh, trying to Okay, with. I'll bring the Maybe words it to it next all.
1: time. I'll try to remember that. Um, now I don't know the title, but song with dead skunk in it would probably find it <laughs> probably. on the Google. Uh, Wendy wrote this one. Uh, uh, My mom was a woman of few words, but one phrase of hers that stuck was, see the work, which meant see what needs to be done without being told. If the toys are left out, put them away. If the dishes are to be are being washed, grab a wash or a, a, a towel and dry. If litter is strewn across the road, pick it up as you walk. I've shared see the work with countless students. Must be a teacher. And our halls are always clean and the chairs stacked by the end of the day. Simple advice from a quiet woman. See the work. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Some people are oblivious to that.
2: Yeah, and if everybody did that. Then the saying, the many hands make work light. Exactly. Applies.
3: Another piece of good advice. Mm-hmm. Loudon Wainwright.
1: He looked it up.
3: <laughs> that's the guy who sings Dead Skunk in the Middle of the Road. Yeah. Is that
2: the song? That's uh, the it's song actually just
3: called. Yeah, it's actually just called Dead Skunk. But yeah.
2: Seriously, that's the name of the song? Yeah.
3: Dead Skunk. <laughs> yep,
1: it's I I've great- never heard
2: of that singer either so i don't think that's
3: country
1: oh Loudon rain wainwright the third i think wasn't the there third, a third yes yeah. that's highfalutin stuff yeah there. yeah he had some country songs in there.
2: it's probably a folk song or something well you
1: no know, it sounds pretty country it's uh yeah <laughs> uh, and it's perfect for driving down the road you see a skunk and of course you break into song sure yeah of course <laughs> uh, uh, the other one that i always broke into song with uh whether the with the kids or not was um uh city of new orleans by arlo guthrie i think oh i love that song down, down the city, down of, the city new of new orleans that one i know illinois central monday morning rail <laughs> that's just a, that's a road song right there okay great song this one i don't know that are and again if you're just joining us here on podcast number six for kwame and company this is the kind of nonsense that happens and <laughs> 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 we'll get to talking the about stuff dead, you
3: have dead skunks
1: yeah. things like that see yeah. on a podcast you got no timetable it doesn't matter the news isn't coming there's no you know top of the hour stuff bottom of the hour we just keep going mm-hmm. yeah the only time limit on this
3: podcast is how long people actually stay listening well <laughs> right. oh, we've already way past that i think
1: we're,
2: we're, <laughs> they're done with us we're
1: way beyond okay. we're talking to ourselves right now oh yeah Words of advice, that's what we're talking about. And and here's another one from Sarah Jane in Tuscaloosa. My Mississippian mother used to tell me, and I don't know if you guys, and this is me talking, not Sarah Jane. I don't know if you guys have figured this out since we did it on the air. But in case you have, I'll do it again. (laughs) My Mississippian mother used to tell me, you can't tell the depth of the well by the length of the handle on the pump. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Sarah nope
2: J- that is not one I'll ever remember <laughs> uh, Sarah what, what
1: does that actually mean Phil well Sarah Jane said I think this must be the Mississippi version of don't judge a book by its cover Ah, uh, but it seems a lot more obscure than that <laughs> mm-hmm. way yes. obscure you can't tell the depth of the well by the length of the handle on the pump if I can remember it I'd use it <laughs> yeah Exactly. <laughs> Let's see. Sarah Jane once said, uh, You can't handle the well if the pump has a. What? Right. Okay. uh I've got two more if you want two more. I don't know. You want two more or one more? Should I narrow it down? Oh, I think narrowing it down would be good. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were having a hard time saying that. You were kind of pausing there, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take the best one here. This is from Kirk Goble. Kirk says, succinct advice from my grandfather is this. Habits are like cobwebs that turn into cables. They can hold you down or, I'm sorry, they can hold you up or hold you down. Mm-hmm. I
2: like ha- that one.
1: Habits are like cobwebs that turn into cable. So a cobweb, when you're just starting it, is nothing. You just flit mm-hmm. it away. Wispy. But a cable, with time, that's what a habit t- turns into. Mm-hmm.
2: Huh.
0: Right. Dead Very skunks nice. and cobwebs yeah, on yeah. the sixth podcast. You don't all. get
1: much more esoteric than that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I, I tell you what, coming up next is Joanne uh, or DeBrito with more uh, summer parenting advice. So we're going to go from the sublime... To the practical <laughs> with uh, Joanne and summertime parenting advice here on the Kwame Company padca- 91.5 and Company podcast, ninety-one point five and one hundred two point seven. The word uh, boy. Most of the week we've been talking to Joni Debrito, licensed uh, counselor at Focus on the Family, and she's given us all kinds of great information about the kids and family time and. Uh, Joni, that, that number you gave last time about the, the counselors available from Focus on the Family to talk to a real person about your mm-hmm. your parenting concerns, boy, that's quite a resource.
0: It sure is. And we do get lots of calls from parents. And uh, we're happy to answer any questions that they have. Uh, sometimes they're calling about mental health concerns. Sometimes it's parenting issues. Um, sometimes it's just trying to understand their children better in different age uh, ages that they're going through and stages that they're going through and what might be going on in
1: their little minds. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, one of the things that goes on in the little minds way too often, maybe this is just an excuse. Maybe they're not actually bored or they, they want to be challenged, but <laughs> I'm bored. There's nothing uh-huh. to do. You, you, uh-huh. you just, this is the break you wanted from school and all the stuff and then I'm bored. Right. And that right. usually happens like three days into vacation.
0: <laughs> it does. It does. <sighs> Well, there are so many things that they can be doing. And again, most of these are things that you don't have to put a lot of money out for. I think so many parents say, you know especially in these economic times. We're strapped. We don't have the money to send our children to camp or whatever. That's okay. There are plenty of things. Most of the things that I think of are things that probably most people have around their home or if they have to make a purchase. It's a minor purchase, not a major purchase. So if you have board games around the house, this can be a great time for kids to get into board games, especially those that... um, you can play for days on end. So, you know, just that great old game of Monopoly, that thing yeah. can go on for days and days and weeks. Yeah,
1: we like uh, risk when they had the kids. Heat risk
0: or risk. Catan or, you know, these different board games that are strategy-based games and so forth. They can play those games. And kids love that. You put it out on a table somewhere, and day after day, maybe they play it for two days, and then, Off and on for two days, and then they don't play it for a week and they come back to it. That's a great thing to have out. Or puzzles, jigsaw puzzles are great. A lot of kids like those. Hikes. It doesn't cost any money to go out and walk a trail or hike a trail in most cases. It's good exercise. If children have bikes, riding their bikes in the summer. Service projects are great things for kids to get involved in, things that are helping other people and get them out, to kind of get them out of their own minds and Usually, if kids are feeling bored, part of that is maybe a little bit of mild depression. And we know that when people, all people, not just kids, but all people get out and help other people, it helps to mitigate some of that mild depression. Be creative with things around the house. Big boxes, blankets. Kids love to build forts, uh, balls, doing Balloons. Maybe you spend a couple of dollars when you go on your weekly grocery shopping to get a bag of balloons, and they have oh. balloon, um, they can play balloon volleyball indoor or outdoor, or they can you know, fill them with water and have water balloon fights, those kinds of things. Camping in the backyard, uh-huh. setting up a tent that you have, and it's a camp out, and they have to plan their camp out, and maybe you also have a place, a fire pit or something in your backyard where they can around the campfire and if not they can use flashlights to play flashlight tag in the backyard those kinds of things creating murals um again if you have a wall in a basement that you're okay with them maybe doing a mural (laughs) that can stay there or can be painted over or you can get again for a very small amount of money a roll of butcher block paper and just roll it across the wall and let them let them go to town chalk on the driveway pardon me
1: chalk on the driveway
0: Absolutely. Summer jobs for older kids, helping with yard work and maybe giving them a little um, payment for that so they can uh, they can save uh, some money for something. And here's one that every almost every uh, middle to high school girl will love and some okay. boys would love as well. All right. And I did it with one of my kids um, For over Christmas break one time when she was bored, painting and decorating their room. Now, I know a lot of people will say, oh, no way. (laughs) But stop and think about it. If you have a project that might keep your child really engaged and not bored for the whole summer, and you help them, you know, you're probably, maybe you let them pick out whatever color they want. But you can have some say in it. You can say, again, going back to choices, Mm -hmm. okay, I want you to present me with three choices of color and you get to talk about it so it's not crazy. Um, And, you know, you have some limits on what they do, but then you let them do it. Because the thing is, those things, as quickly as they make them when they leave for college or whatever, if you want to redo that room, you can redo the room, right? right? It's nothing that's going to ruin your value of your house or anything. And sometimes they do some beautiful stuff. Yeah. So that can be a really fun thing as well.
1: Bottom of the column news, our panel of experts, and the Swirlmaster 2000, all part of Kwame and Company on 91.5 and 102.7, The Word. Do, 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 do. All right, this is uh, podcast number six. I'm Phil. Amy's right there. <laughs> and we're right here. Randy's in the newsroom right here you're always in the newsroom <laughs> even when we're not on the air randy uh, reports from the newsroom how about that that yeah, just shows the dedication yeah. involved mm-hmm. uh, all right uh, this is something we also did on the air earlier uh we call it who you call in jingle brains and this is from the pocket dictionary of a vulgar tongue published in 1785 uh and i've been trying to work these into my everyday conversation since we first went through you have yeah
2: I can't even remember a single one of them.
1: The only one that I've really worked in is who you who you call in Jingle Brains. <laughs> and uh, a, a, a Jingle Brain, do you guys remember what that refers to, Jingle Brains?
2: Nope.
1: Yeah, it kind of scrambled eggs for brains. Yeah, a wild thoughtless fellow is what the definition that wild was in that. Wild thoughtless fellow. Yeah, that could describe probably- a lot of folks. <laughs>
3: We probably should point out, too, that the vulgar tongue is not talking about, like, profanity. Back no. then, they were talking about something different. So, like <laughs> it's not s- like
1: Phil wants to work it into his Slang, like slang.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, now, this, oh, I did this. Actually, we we just had everybody uh, in town for the 4th of July, or a little ways back now. And so, I tried to bring these up at the dinner table. Hmm. And the only one I could remember was Jingle Brains and Lazy Man's Load. You remember Lazy Man's I Load?
2: do remember Lazy Man's Load because uh, my son Ben texted me at the time that we shared that. Yeah. And he said, oh, I got it right away. And I said, yeah, I think we've all once or twice done that from the grocery store yeah. where we have eight or ten bags, but we only want to take one trip.
1: Yeah, right. It's someone who carries more than you can safely <laughs> hold, so you don't have to make a second trip. You know, come out of the grocery store and you got those uh, plastic bags.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, you can fill up your whole arm.
1: Well, they dig right through your fingers. Uh-huh. I try to oh, do multiple, yeah. and you could have you, you know. Oh, his fingers fell right off. Now we have to go <laughs> to the ER. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
2: He was trying the lazy man's load. Yeah.
3: Lazy man's load seems like a weird name for that, though. You know, because I mean, if you're carrying more than you can possibly handle, it doesn't sound lazy at all, does it? I mean, in a well, because
2: you're lazy because you're trying to save yourself a trip,
3: yeah. Instead oh, of just I taking more
2: than one trip.
1: I understand. It just seems oh, like gotcha. it seems kind of an oxymoron, maybe. Now, you know? if you were helping word? somebody move and it was a lazy man's load, it could be you the, know,
2: lamp. He the, the lamp. You took the lamp.
1: The lamp. You or took the, the pillows. The box full of pillows, or used <laughs> yeah, Kleenexes, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, exactly. You could have a box of books sitting there.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's the last one, and it
1: says nobody books wants it. right on top. And then you one that's full of lampshades. Okay.
2: See, the trick is to label the books
1: lampshades
2: uh-huh and then label lampshades book so somebody takes that yeah. one and goes man these are heavy lampshades heavy,
1: heavy lampshades <laughs> must be lead lampshades in this thing okay uh all right one more which i also tried to bring up and i don't think i got the terminology right <laughs> um i think i said wedding music but marriage music was the phrase marriage music oh yes you remember what that is
2: I remember what I thought it was.
1: <laughs> What'd you think it was? Arguing. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah, I could
3: see that. No. Yeah, it, I'm forgetting. It was something sweet, wasn't it? No. Yeah. No. No. Marriage music. The, oh, it's slang the for the kids crying. Crying children. Yes. Oh, that's, well, that's sweet. You know, I mean, kids and not,
2: no, of them screaming. Mm. Well, no, I've, nah. that's yeah. what I dealt with for the last two weeks. It's well, not, yeah, it's not right. pleasant.
1: But see how that came up naturally at the dinner table, because yeah. somebody was, "I don't want carrots." Oh, listen to the marriage music.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, are the two, three, and four-year-old? They don't actually say what it is. They were just screaming.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. well, right. just. Yeah.
2: I was so ready for a break. Wes could see it on my face. He's like, "Hey, you want to go for ice cream?" I'm like, "Yep, you let's know go
1: right now. Just <laughs> yep. us, not them. That's right." Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, this ties right in to jo- uh, Joni Debrito from Focus on the Family. I should say Dr. Joni debrito mm-hmm. You go to the, the website, focusonthefamily.com, they've got all kinds of parenting advice, and here's Dr. Joni with more summertime parenting advice on the word. I remember, you know, growing up, there used to always be the neighborhood ringleader that mm-hmm. would uh, get every all the kids on the block going about, these outdoor games that have kind of yes. disappeared. The yes. uh 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 well just tag or capture the flag or yep. where you throw the ball over the house, and I, anti I over and then you chant something and then you had to oh, run around.
0: Absolutely. There's
1: all those games and they've kind of disappeared.
0: Yes, but we as parents who remember playing them or grandparents who remember playing them can teach them. I did that last uh, summer with my grandchildren, and they thought I was brilliant. And I said, these were not my ideas. These (laughs) are games that I played as a kid. Everybody used to play them. Yes, exactly. And we need to remember we have an obesity problem among children in this country, and it's because they're on their devices too much and sitting on their bottoms too much. They need to get out. They need to reap the benefits of being out in the sunshine, in the fresh air. Sunshine is known to be a natural antidepressant as well as exercise. The research shows that for mild depression or even people who don't actually have depression but have some just depressive moods, which is very typical in pre-adolescence and adolescence and teenage years, um, uh, Vigorous exercise is known to be much more effective than an antidepressant for mild forms of depression oh, or just yeah. depressive moods. So that can really help. And yeah. often, here's a little hint, if you have a child that is more in that pre-adolescent and adolescent or teenage year and you're hearing, I'm bored all the time, yeah. that's kind of a synonym for I'm depressed hmm. because it's really not normal for kids that age to be bored. There's so much available to them, so much going on, and so much that they could be doing right. that for them to say, I'm bored, it's often a sign of some mild depression.
1: All right. And you could always pack them up and send them to grandma and grandpas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and the grandma there and grandpa,
1: you, you uh, deal with them for a while. Grandma grandpa can call FocusOnTheFamily.com or the 855 four three five seven was that right
0: uh-huh
1: okay that's the counseling number at focus on the right. family boy a lot of great resources i i feel invigorated and i don't even have kids to go home to 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 get rolling <laughs> on this but we are going to have several cousin camps this summer so uh that'll keep things hopping at the old lakefront
0: that's a great idea do you have time for one quick little story
1: i do certainly
0: okay so we helped to take care of my two grandchildren through this summer, and we always come up with a project. Last summer, they made a movie, and they had to write the script and oh. help with the filming and make little props and so forth. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah. This summer, about... Two or three months ago, someone in our department was putting together bicycles for a camp up in the Rocky Mountains, and he had these huge boxes that the bicycles came in, and he had cut the front and back panels out and said, does anybody have any interest in having these panels? And I said, I will take whatever you have, because I knew my grandkids would do something with them. So we brought them over, they took a couple looks at them, and I said, what do you want to do? And very quickly they said... We know what we're going to do. We're going to build a little cottage out of them in oh, our basement. Oh, They're yeah. going to build a cottage. Yeah. So, my grandson went home and he drew up his little architectural design obviously in in the mind of a 10-year-old. It's not a real architectural design, but he had a little design of how the the each panel was going to be used and which would be used for the roof and the sides and stuff and they were over here at our house on Saturday painting the outside. And now the next thing will be, we'll flip them over and now they're going to paint the insides and then they'll be putting them together in our basement. And my granddaughter and I went and got some refuse, not refuse, but remnant um, material at Hobby Lobby. It oh, yeah. was very, very cheap that For she's going to use to make some little curtains. Oh and things. yeah. So this will be their summer project. Yeah. And that's an example of something that I think in the end, we happen to have some old paint, so we didn't have to buy any paint. And I think in the end, it will be an investment of us uh, of about. Mm, I think I spent fifty dollars on things to go inside to decorate the house. Yeah, and that will be their project. Yeah,
1: that sounds that's a lot of fun. We I, yeah, we know the uh, uh, we know all the good places to go get boxes. You know the the furniture stores that yes. put them out back, yes. or the appliance uh, stores, or you know just, kids and, love boxes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go on a trip. Take them with, and uh, yep. you know, get get the uh, SUV and load the back up with cardboard, and there you go. That's a project. There you go. Yeah. Well, this is fun. I'm getting all hepped up. Uh, Joni, thanks <laughs> a lot, and uh, I got to go make some cardboard plans. That's the other thing. You know, uh, we do have a lot of resources as parents. You know, you just Google uh, cardboard uh, kid fun house, and you'll get all kinds of ideas.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, you will. Uh, well, yeah, that's the good use of technology. Yeah,
1: and but don't do it for more than ten minutes at a time. <laughs> right, uh, uh, Joni. Again, uh, family dot com is a source for everything. Focus on the family, but if you put slash parenting at the end, you you get right into the uh, what we've been talking about these parenting skills that are so important to develop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and uh, let's do that that number for counseling. If someone really needs some uh, help with a family issue, it's uh, see if I get it right.
0: Correct. And for people in the central time zone, that would be available Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m.
1: Excellent. You guys do good work. Thanks, Joni.
0: You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me on your show.
1: Kwame & Company, focusing on closet vision, comfort food, pirates on the prairie, and Pat's gut.
0: It lifts me up when I'm having a bad day. It energizes me and just helps me get through the day. Thanks.
1: Well, that's nice to hear, isn't it? Even on a bad Mm -hmm. day. Now, I don't know if that applies to the podcast as well. I would hope so. This is podcast number six. Possibly. We're working our way ever closer to double
3: digits. Yep. Similar content, same people. So hopefully it's uplifting to folks.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, it, okay, all right. Something we've been working through on the Kwame & Company radio program is the best snack in every state. So uh, I've got the whole list here, the 50 states. Shall we Shall we do some that uh, maybe we didn't uh, talk about on the air yet?
2: Well, just in case they don't listen on the air. Yeah. I think you have to do Minnesota.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, get back here. Minnesota, M-I-N-N. Oh, here we go. Uh, again, this was uh, was uh, uh, conceived or or concocted, maybe let's say, by the University of Minnesota horticulturalists back in 1962. Randy, do you want to enlighten us what it is, the snack? Yes, I do
3: remember the Honeycrisp apple was developed. That's right. Mm. Uh,
1: first, it's
2: funny that it's just just an apple. It's a, like not like a caramel apple,
1: or or, yeah, or an apple dipped in an apple on a stick, a something. Uh, with, it's just fat. apples. Yeah, they're like
2: the, they make the the best apple pie.
1: They are great apples. The Honeycrisp, mm-hmm. lip smacking. Let's say I don't think of things
3: like apples as snacks, but I guess uh, people I have two look on my colors.
2: desk.
1: Oh. What, is I dip them in music peanut butter, students or something. No, oh,
2: that's just. I like honey crisp apples, so I have two sitting on my desk.
1: Apples and peanut butter. I used butter to have three. Pressure. Oh, now there's, it's going down.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, now there's only All right. two.
1: All right, uh, let's see. Do you want to try any other uh...
2: Wisconsin?
1: Okay, Randy knows this one, don't you, Randy? Yeah. The cheese curds. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the 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 slang phrase for cheese curds is? Squeaky cheese. Mm. Hmm. Because when you <laughs> but are these deep them,
2: fried cheese curds or they're just regular cheese curds?
1: Deep fried. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Uh, the yep, taste. All the cholesterol. All the fun. Right. Deep fried <laughs> cheese curds. The taste of home editor lara Encalano says these golden nuggets are often dipped in ranch. Um. And Randy, of course, was disgusted by that when I oh, mentioned
2: it. Oh, yeah, they will ask you, like at Culver's, if you want ranch with it.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Gross. marinara, and at yep. the State Fair they provide ketchup. And I'm thinking anything Ugh. you put on cheese curds is adulterating it. It's just yep. too <laughs> good all by itself. You know?
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to? Let's. Uh, how about one we haven't uh, touched on? This is Vermont. Any guesses on Vermont?
0: Mm.
2: Uh, maple
1: something. It, it does involve maple, yes. <laughs> yeah. Maple something. Maple sugar on snow.
2: Oh, yeah. I've heard of you, this. You've heard of this? I have.
1: They drizzle hot maple syrup over freshly crushed ice using snow is the old school way. So right. It's like a maple snow.
2: syrup snow cone.
1: Yeah. You, you twirl the sticky syrup onto a wooden pop stick. And serve it Vermont style with a plump cake donut and a pickle on the side. What? <laughs> <laughs> locals say the sour balances the sweet.
2: I was going to say it. It probably brings out the. We were Wes and I were eating something, and he goes, "Boy, that was hotter than it was normally." Oh, we had just had, had salmon. I mean, yeah. salmon for dinner. Yeah, and it had lemon pepper on it. Okay, so it was yeah. lemon and pepper. Yeah. And then he wanted a piece of his licorice. And we have this hot cinnamon. So, like, you know, remember, the, like, the cinnamon bears?
1: Right. He yeah. ate one
2: of those and he goes, "Ooh, that seemed hotter than normal.
1: So maybe the lemon it brought was, that out.
2: I, I think it was, well, it had to been one of those two things. Yeah. So either the lemon or the pepper brought out that hot cinnamon flavor. Because he said, boy, that was a lot hot, spicier than normal. Yeah. So I think the Let's pickle could do something for it. Okay. The sweetness of it, maybe.
1: We'll take your word for it.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I would try that, but.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of. That commentary uh, from Randy Kennedy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this one doesn't sound that appealing to me, but we'll see what you guys think. It's From South Carolina, boiled peanuts.
2: Mm. It's a pretty the, normal thing. The,
1: well, palmetto state peanuts are unlike any others, not even uh, all that nutty. And when you boil them, they become bean-like in taste and texture. Southerners Ugh. swear by them. Bean-like. Mm, gross. Bean-like peanuts.
2: I've never tried boiled peanuts. I've heard it's a thing.
1: But know, I'm turning the page on that. I don't yeah. It, it does sound a little disgusting,
3: but I suppose it's something you'd have to try to know for sure. It's like, oh, this is surprisingly good. Or yeah. but like you know.
2: Nevada.
1: Oh, you want to see Nevada? Okay. This is the landlocked state of Nevada. The uh, state snack is shrimp cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Nevada wow. goes through sixty thousand pounds of shrimp cocktail a day.
2: Because Las Vegas is there.
1: Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of highfalutin. And they hang yeah, got, them from the edges of a martini glass with the cocktail the sauce, sauce in the, the inside. middle. Inside.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I got to How about Hawaii? That's that's far flung.
1: It is far flung.
2: Coconut something.
1: <laughs> I gotta go back here. H, H, away.
2: Oh, no. Not oh, coconut something, huh? Banana. S- no. No.
1: <laughs> spam musubi. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: There we go. Pineapple was my next one, and I guess I could have eventually gotten to spam. <laughs>
1: spam. A symphony of savory and sweet and a three bite treat. Pan fried spam. uh And apparently, spam is beloved oh yeah then they have teriyaki sauce and sticky white rice wrapped up with seaweed spam yep. huh. mus- musubi it's basically
2: like uh oh what are the, the japanese
1: fish, things uh mm. the, the raw fish sushi yep sushi, sushi. Spam it's sushi. like
2: spam sushi yep i've heard of that before
3: yeah and i i knew this uh, that spam like Hawaii consumes the most spam of any state. So really? I'm not surprised to hear that. Yep. Nothing they better a than a slab
1: sp- of fried spam. They have that
3: fact at the spam museum there in Austin, Minnesota. Oh, they did, huh?
1: Yeah. All right.
3: Can you could do one
2: produced. more?
1: Oh, you want Just one, more? one more? You don't more want to me. end on the spam?
2: No, I want to hear Arizona.
1: Okay. That's on the same page. So good. This is... Um... Made by the Cactus Candy Company in Phoenix since 1942. Pink gumdrop squares flavored with bright juice of the prickly pear cactus, Mm. which tastes like watermelon, bubblegum, and lemon. It's cactus candy.
2: Yum. That sounds delicious. Yeah. All right. Mm.
1: Well, you you feel better ending on that one? I do. (laughs)
3: Well, let's do that. Uh, As
1: opposed to spam sushi, huh <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, well, that's not something you might want to bring to your school lunch at the uh, Alethea Christian Academy, the new school that's starting up this fall, probably not, no, but you know uh, you could do the Minnesota State snack, bring that for lunch, honey crisp
2: oh, I already forgot what
1: I, was. I forgot <laughs> I, that's why you got kind of a blank stare
3: there well, <laughs> spam or you could bring no. <laughs> or you could bring one of my favorites, the Nebraska state snack of Runzas, oh yeah, yeah, runza. otherwise
1: known as cabbage burgers,
3: yeah,
0: right?
1: or B-Rocks. That's what we. It's, it's uh, something uh, you haven't. Know, well, I'll get, have Val get you the recipe for B-Rocks. It's basically cabbage and hamburger in a. You wrap bread dough up around it
2: and. Nope.
1: Fry that baby up. That sounds just like a Runza, really. It does. Mm-hmm. It, very much the same thing. Uh, okay. This is Kwame and company podcast number six. And, uh, let's, uh, uh, let's see. We did the 50 states next. Oh yeah. Althea, the, the Christian school. Let's, uh, we'll talk to the pastor, uh, about,
2: isn't the- it Althea?
1: Althea, You <laughs> got it. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Yes. You're That's- welcome. Althea is a character in uh, you know, good times. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know. Althea. <laughs> this is Kwame Company <laughs> Podcast 91.5 and 102.7 the Word. This is Kwame and Company and Pastor Greg Valentine is with us from the uh, Community Country Church in Holdingford, Minnesota and, and the brand new Christian Academy, Alethia Christian Academy which is starting this fall uh with kindergarten through 6th grade Christian education enrollment in uh, in uh, progress right now. Uh Pastor, welcome back. Uh you've got student registration going? Uh, Are are teachers, are you looking for teachers too, or has that all been taken care of?
4: Uh, The teachers have been taken care of at this point. We uh, got our administrators, our teachers uh, hired, and we've got a lot of things going. You know, it's not the easiest thing to start a school, as you can imagine. Um, We are with the uh, Minnesota Christian School Association. That's where we'll be getting our accreditation and, of course, running the students every year through the Iowa Basics to make sure that we're keeping up. But yeah, it's, it's exciting. We, uh, we're really excited. Uh, we want to start a Christian school founded on a biblical worldview, and uh, we're starting this school. Uh, we really feel that God has been prompting and leading us to do so, um, not as a protest to the public school, because we have a lot of uh, educators across the street and holding forward that uh, are holding out God's light and word every day. Um, but we just felt like as Christian families, we wanted parents to be able to have a clear alternative and so we're offering an excellent christian education we're using the my father's world curriculum and we purchase our curriculum so a lot of stuff's already set phil
1: so how can you help uh, parents decide when they make their decision well basically now for for uh, where their kids will be enrolled in the fall uh, do you have some resources available to them that that will uh, ex- explain further and maybe give them some insight into uh, where they should send their kids?
4: Absolutely, uh, Phil. They can go to our website. Um, we have a website, uh, com, or you can go to communitycountrychurch.org, and both of those are connected to each other and It'll give a mission statement. It'll give an opportunity for uh, enrollment, uh, the student handbook there, What We Believe. Um, scholarships are available through that they can uh, go ahead into that website and of course it does really explain and answer frequently asked questions the place that I always click when I go to a website Um, but yeah we believe in absolute truth that God's word is truth and we want people to know the truth because it says the truth will set us free and I think we're living in a society today that seems to be bound uh, and we need that freedom that comes from from God's word
1: uh, if you're just joining us we're talking to pastor Greg Valentine and his church Community Country Church in Holdingford is just in the process of starting the Alethia Christian Academy this is the first year this fall for K through 6 Christian education and enrollment is open and do you have a target for uh, your class sizes
4: Yes, uh, we want to this year, we're going to tr- probably going to be starting smaller with the class sizes. Uh, class sizes probably won't go beyond 15 students per class, uh, but we are this year because it was starting the first year. We're doing a, a, a kind of a homeschool classroom uh, like a, like the old time when they just had one schoolhouse type approach where uh, the teachers will help each student at each grade level. Erin uh, Gole is our administrator. and She's been an educator for 19 years, and she's uh, stepping away from public education to help us get started. And uh, one of the things that she put on the website that I appreciate so much, she said, each day we'll be starting the students in prayer. And when difficulties come up, we'll be able to put our arm around the child and pray with them and show them from God's Word how they can resolve uh, issues that they're facing, which has kind of been a spoke that's been missing out of the wheel for a while.
1: Yeah. Well, it's exciting news, and we wish you the very best. And if parents, again, want to find out more, you, you gave us two websites, really, to, to go to to find out more about Aletheia Christian Academy.
4: Yeah. yeah Aletheia is the word, Greek word for truth, and the Christian Academy is going to be based on that truth where Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Thank you, Phil, for the opportunity to talk to you today.
1: Well, we have no technically time limit on the Kwame Company podcast, but I think we pretty much wrapped it up for today, done as much damage as we can. <laughs> this is great. Po- That's podcast one way to look at it. Six. Yeah. Uh and, and you know what's uh next time on the Kwame Company podcast?
2: We don't because you're the one who plans all this.
1: I got the list here. Yeah. Barry Maguire. Ooh. We had a chance to talk to Barry.
2: Ignite your life.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. So, you he's know what? Awesome. You know what? podcast? i mean, what podcast? What uh, what product he's famous for? Randy? Uh, car wax, isn't it? Yeah, or polish. All kinds of car care products, especially wax. Uh, but uh, yeah, he'll he'll get you set up Barry, there for your classic car or your, uh, you know your your Geo Metro, whatever you got. <laughs> get her shining. Uh, So, but we'll talk about uh, witnessing for Christ to Barry Maguire next time. All right. See you guys. All right.